Golden Globes nominations. Who's going to take us through them? 
okay, yeah. Well, we're not going to go through all of them. Every I think we'll just single have every one. single nomination. What's your well, overarching I mean, vibe off of D? Yeah, a few interesting snubs in there. Um, I mean, Twitter was ablaze with the fact, and it is like a complete crying shame. Once again, no female directors nominated, which is just BS with Greta Gerwig. Um, Little that Women, is mad. Yeah, and Little Women ridiculous. was also shut out of um, Best Drama. So the predictions, I think there was... The Irishman and their marriage story, 1917 and Joker. I think the two popes actually was the one that ended up taking the spot for Little Women. Like in relation to the predictions, you know what I mean? Um, Yeah, also Robert De Niro did not get a nod for The Irishman. That was surprising. Actor, yeah, in spite of um, whatchamacallem. I think that both Al Pacino and Joe Pesci were nominated. Were they? For supporting. Let me have a little go. They were. Because I'm looking at it now. I'm kind of yes. pleased also, about De Niro because at least then it doesn't become like a Lifetime Achievement Award competition. Yeah, yeah, that's just it. And the other thing that was kind of funny that um, I remember, so Tim Allen was actually the one who was reading out. It was him and Dakota Fanning and I forget who else were reading out the nominations and Tim Allen actually kind of did a double take at this one. But Tom Hanks has been nominated for Best Supporting yeah. Actor. Sorry, that was my phone. For A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, which is weird because wow. isn't he the lead Who else is there? It's him and your man, Matthew Reese, I think is his name. He's the guy from The Americans. He's like this journalist who's oh. interviewing him. And it's like kind of, it's sort of as he's talking to Fred Rogers, Kind of going back over his early life and have you seen it? Could he? Count? I haven't seen it. No, I haven't seen it. But supporting like, actor. It, it, was it seems odd. Yeah. It seems odd because like it's the Fred Rogers biopic. So why would he be the supporting actor? That'd be like fucking. Here we go. I don't know. Like uh, uh, Jim Carrey and the Grinch. Yeah. Or yeah. No. Like oh yeah. No. No. It'd be like yeah, Man of the Moon, and like Jim Carrey is a fucking supporting actor when he's meant to be Andy Kaufman. Yeah. Sure. It, yeah. It, it seems odd. It's like, a biopic, like. Did um did that Astra speaking in the moon? Did that get anywhere? No, didn't get really. A, didn't get a Jesus look in because at. it's not that good a movie. D. Up next, we've got everybody's <laughs> picks of the best movies of the year. A couple of surprises coming up there. <laughs> I should good shutdown. Good shutdown. Good shutdown. I'm looking for. I liked it. I I think I think I was uh too uh, thirsty to slag you off. That I downplayed Astra. my enjoyment of it, but I actually thought it was very good. Ad Astra. Yeah, I thought it was good. Yeah. Like, no, I, I mean, like, look, I think you can look at our list on site. I would say it is a broad church. <laughs> I think that's what, no, I'm being serious. Like, I mean, like, uh, Cece Groudon had Hustlers as her number one. Um, what did James have as his number one? Was it? Oh, God. Was Jesus, it, what's the I'll one about the fabric up. dress? Oh, in fabric. Yeah, yeah. in oh, fabric. Yes, yeah. In fabric. That, that looks was, great. I haven't seen that. Yeah, that, that really I, cool. yeah it does look That ridic- looks like my kind of movie. Yeah, yeah, totally. Just over the top and insane. Yeah, and yeah. like based on like hammer horror and it's like taking digs at like capitalism and shit. Yeah. It's perfect. Like, totally, like, I totally see why James like made that as number one because he was he said it in this like little blurb. It was like, it felt like this film was made specifically for me. No way. And I would argue the same point for Ad Astra as yeah, well. Yeah, I yeah. felt really personally connected to Ad Astra. Like, it really ticked all my boxes. Like, so that's what I was like, yes, that's my number one. I know yeah, it's not everybody's fair. number that's one. Really that's really pleasant. Like, yeah, I, know. Yeah. like I, 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 I freely admit that 
And I mean, I'd say come Oscars time, I'll, it'll probably get a few kind of the technical it'll get the like technicals. you get with a lot of sci-fi movies, yeah. you know, special effects, sound, that kind of stuff. You yeah. Know? Although sound, I'd say that Ford v. Ferrari is going to sweep Definitely. the board with that Really? One, just the yeah. sound design in it is incredible. There are yeah. loads of revving in it. There is a lot of revving. <laughs> That's class. <laughs> totally class, man. And I actually, if you listen to the James Mangold interview from a few weeks back, uh, we actually talked about the sound uh, design in Ford v Ferrari and he was talking about how they actually made the engine noises very interesting can you check that out on entertainment.ie well yeah or you can just like scroll back through your podcast player platform and then just find the James Mangle interview and play that or you can go onto the site I don't know I'm not your boss you can do whatever you like the website's there it's a good website it's a good podcast there you have listeners so um, for Golden Globes what were you happy to see acknowledged because I uh, speaking of Ford v Ferrari I was happy to see even though I think technically again this is in relation to what was predicted he did end up taking Robert De Niro's place but I was very happy to see Kristen Bale nominated for Ford v Ferrari because he is I know that he always gets nominated and he has one in the past, but it's because he's fucking brilliant. Yeah. Is he? Yeah. He is, yeah. you know? Yeah. No, I tell you, I was really happy to see Eddie Murphy get a look in for Dolomite Is My Name. Yeah. Oh, brilliant. I fucking loved Dolomite Is My Name. I really fucking loved it. I'm glad that it did so well. Really good role for him. R- great role for him. And like, he was funny and smart and had, you know, heart and, you know, warmth to him in it. Brilliant. Brilliant. Answer me this. Yes, I'm has uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood swept up at all? Not as much as I would have thought, though. But, like, I mean, to be fair... That makes me a bit happy. It was far right. Yeah, like, I, I mean... I think it got something like, wasn't it five It did. It did well. A few it did, nominations. Yeah, it did yeah, well. Yeah. It didn't do, like, oh, my God, this is the fucking one to beat. Like, it's still a fairly open race, I think. And, like, the other thing you have to remember is, is that... And this is... Uh, I think it was Kermode made, made this point on Twitter the other day, but he basically said that, and he's correct... Um, the Hollywood Foreign Press Association is made up of 70 journalists, oh. all of whom are well past their fucking sell-by date. <laughs> it is pretty much a fucking cabal of people in Hollywood who no one really takes seriously. Mm. How is it? What's the criteria for getting in? Not mo- For the Hollywood Foreign Press Association, if I remember right, the thing is you have to be based in, in Hollywood. You have to represent a outlet that is not based in the U.S., and you must have more than. What like, about like Hollywood Reporter and stuff like that? No, they're they don't exempt. get they, they don't get a vote. Yeah, they don't get a vote. So because they're too close to it or something. Yeah, no, because it's foreign press. Like so, it'd be like the, you know the reporter for Le Monde or something like that, or for Cahiers to Cinema, or right. for like that is Slim It is like it's a very narrow field. You could get in if you're writing for Entertainment.ie, but living in LA, yeah, as basically man on the ground. I could. I mean, yeah, I could. Like, I mean, I'm not being like. I mean, you have to go through like a vetting process. Yeah. Like, yeah, if you, if any one of us was lived in LA, we could apply f- to be a part of the Hollywood Foreign Press. Just go live in LA for a couple of months. I'll yeah, do it, I guys. I'll, I'll carry take the a, burden. I will take the. Ca- I didn't like. Have you been to LA? Uh, yeah, yeah. I didn't like it. I, I was scared. <laughs> I think it's fair. It's fair. You don't walk around in LA. That was the thing yeah. that I that shook me because I was so used to walking around. You know as well, like you like you you, you walk around New York. Mm. You can happily walk around New York, and there's no. Well, you can't go anywhere without a car. But in LA, forget it. Like you walk fucking five minutes, and it's just forget it. Like, yeah, it's just, it's ridiculous. My like, favorite thing was all the architecture with all like yes. LA confidential, LA noir kind of. Yeah, they're like the Art Deco, like yeah, like in West Hollywood and stuff like that. Like it's incredible. Like, but um, I still find it so weird how in 
a lot of parts in America, like you'll be walking down the path and suddenly the path will end and there just won't be path anymore. It's so unfriendly to pedestrians. Yeah. And like, you know, coming from Ireland where yeah. like they're, you know, it just fades always, away into motorway. Somewhere, and it's like, yeah, what did you expect to walk? I don't know, I don't know if that's know? true necessarily because like, like Boston has loads of footpaths and like New York. Uh, but does. I'm talking about all of America here. Yeah. You know, there are that's fair, a lot it's of parts that, yeah, it's yeah. just, there's just nowhere to walk. Well, like it's just, <laughs> because you just have to drive. Yeah, but it's just, yeah, exactly. Because it's so fucking big. Like people just have to drive everywhere. Like people get fucking, kids get cars when they're like 15 and something. I've been to like suburbs where the path just stops. I'm telling you, man, it's weird. <laughs> I know, I believe you. It is. I know, you know, I believe you. I'm just saying, just it's... it's Where are it's... the kids going to go? Do the kids have to learn to drive? <laughs> no, the kids will be driven around by their parents. You know, they get legs. They get, to, they, get, they get like driving lessons as part of school. That's mad. Driver ed. Do that's, they? Yeah, that's like part of their like curriculum, like driver ed. I like. presume the driving test isn't great. Like, it's I can't imagine. It, it would strike me as not terribly in-depth. I feel like ours is more robust. Yeah. Mm. This, we've gone so far off fucking. I like it. I'm fine with it though. Gone off path. See that? Ah, See that? Fucking no, because you're trying to bring it back around to movies, bro. I'll write yeah. it down. We'll bring pedestrian oh, chat. Oh, and come speaking back next week. of, because um, I mentioned suburbs. Home Alone. Oh! That's how you do it, guys. Nice. That's how you do it. It's nice. back. Uh, yeah, Home Alone, they're doing a reboot of it. Um, people forget there aren't just two yes. Home Alone movies. There are five. Correct. Sick. Yeah, there was one. I actually remember the one that came out in 1997 because I remember it being advertised on the TV. I now, remember three. I remember yeah, one, two, and three, but exactly. not four and five at all. Yeah, four and five were both direct to TV direct yeah, to video yeah. type of one. Three was a different kid um, as well, wasn't it? Three was a different one kid. One and two exactly. are amazing. Like two is still really good. Yeah. But three That shot where Tim Curry gets oh, slapped on. and goes, Do bring a coat, man, it's very cold outside. <laughs> He's swelled up with tears. I love the um I love the bit when like it transitions from his face into the Grinch. Like that's perfect. Ooh. Like that is such a good that's He's like a perfect Grinch. Oh totally, but not even that as well. Like it's real like it's you know, when people talk about, oh, the best, like, you know, fade cuts. Transition. Yeah, yeah transi- the best transitions. And that's the fucking, that's the one I think of. Like, that's the one I'm like, yes. That's that. really good, yeah. Um, Actually, when we were talking about New York, that's when we should have segued. Yes. Home Alone Home 2. Home Alone 2. Should have. Yeah. yeah. The sequel to Home Alone. Yeah, missed it, <laughs> missed it. But um, was 3 to 1 with Scarlett Johansson? Oh, was I? Uh, no, she was I didn't in the see it. One, yeah. I just remember no seeing the yeah. ads for it and being like, that's a different kid. That's I don't want to see this. Now what? With this one, it's uh, Disney Plus. It's Disney Plus. Of course it um, is. <coughs> so, oh my gosh, I forgot her name. One who plays Ellie Kemper. Schmidt. Yeah, Ellie Kemper is going to play um, the mom and Rob Delaney is going to play the dad. But they're not his mom and dad, the kid's mom and dad. They're mom and dad who have come into like financial strain. They're okay. going to lose their house. So they want to get this priceless heirloom and they're planning on stealing it from the kid and the kid is um, whoa 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 yeah. rewind they're the burglars they're going to be the wet they're bandits. the burglars but exactly. they're parents of and do they own a home or are they hoping to find a child home alone I assume we're going to find out because wow. they're the only plot details that have been revealed so far I um, cannot picture Kimmy Schmidt as a villain That'll be a good crack. I think, I think that she will be good, though. I think she'll be good at it. Yeah, and there's an element to this as well of like, I mean, you know, you look at you look back on like Daniel Stern. I don't know if you necessarily saw him as a villain. Like, I mean, there's an always an element of like, 
you don't want them to be too threatening like you know I can like picture a, her being hapless or whatever yeah exactly yeah, yeah. that's it like, and yeah. that's the thing about the villains in Home Alone they're kind of like clumsy yeah they're clotzes yeah. like they're not pure evil no you know did you just talk about that last week where it was like um, they actually invented that fall Joe Pesci it's called the Home Alone fall now it's where you slip backwards and you levitate for a second before hitting the ground oh I didn't know that that's good so though interesting. I feel like that came so from like cartoon that. logic rather than I would have said that. yeah I don't know yeah. I, can't, I, I feel like I've seen it in other places but can you pin down I can't I mean but yeah banana I mean, peel maybe what? The, yeah. yeah that's it like that's literally it like cartoon like cartoon fucking like you know boink yeah. like that's yeah. in my mind that's where it comes from yeah um, I mean there's so many iconic like moments Slips. and shots in Home Alone that are still like referenced that I, I wouldn't be surprised if they kind of popped up in the reboot although interestingly enough it's not going to be called Home Alone yeah, how are they it's just that? using the same concept Vibe, which is whatever. weird so I suppose they're kind of banking on it but saying we're not doing the same thing all over again if they um, end up casting your man Finn Wolfhard or no, again. no, no, no. It's actually uh, so. This has been confirmed. It's Archie Yates, who is the breakout star of Jojo Rabbit. Oh, mm. brilliant! And he yeah. would be perfect for it. I interviewed him for a Jojo Rabbit. Oh, you interviewed him? Yeah. So we'll have that on the show in two weeks. Two weeks time. Two weeks. Yeah. Oh, brilliant. We'll have an interview with him. No, I could totally see him. Like he's very like precocious but not annoying <laughs> which is a problem with kid actors like Definitely. when they're that precocious they're like oh just stop it like Billy Barry Billy Kid, Barry kid. Yeah, Billy <laughs> Barry kid. they're like the bad one do you remember Sharon she was a Billy Barry kid no way Sharon That's Gray brilliant. who used to Someone work from here. the office had jazz hands she was a fucking Billy Barry kid and I saw her do it once she was actually able to do it a tap Oh my and like god whole, Like all that kind of shit It was amazing I saw her do it For those once. who aren't familiar It's what It's the Irish school Of performing arts Yeah it's basically like Yeah I don't want to slag The kids from the Late Late Toy Show But But to be fair like There's I mean, definitely a crowd Of people behind the camera Going like Tits and teeth Tits and teeth Yeah <laughs> it's just it's, it's, it's real like Ugh Yeah it's like It makes me think of um, Oh what was What was the name of that kid Soylent That died Green. No John Bonet Ramsey, like those like pageant kids, mm. where it's all really like, ah, I'm dancing, I'm dancing, ah, kind of thing. Like that's what it like for like the toy show for like ten years. Now it's now the toy show is all really wholesome and like great. Oh, it was great, yeah, yeah, was brilliant. But like back in my day, like because I'm older than Jesus, uh, it was all like fucking a lineup of Billy Barry kids, and then it was like terrified children playing with toys that were going to be taken away from them. Like yeah. that was our damn toy shop. <laughs> What a tangent. What a tangent. Um, <laughs> what was I going to say? Yeah, Home Alone. Yeah, I... I whatever. I, whatever. Like, come on. It'll like, probably be dollar. out. So they are planning to start shooting um, early next year. I reckon they're going to try to get it out for next Christmas. Definitely. Yeah. So Definitely. it'll be competing with all these Netflix Christmas movies that I've been talking about the past few weeks. A Christmas um, Prince. So we'll see. Christmas Prince, the royal baby. I oh. actually watched like I watched like the first five minutes of did it. Did you? I watched the first it. fifteen minutes of it. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> I did it. Like I did it off your off the back of your whole. I commitment. can't believe I made you guys curious enough to actually check it out. I mean, I sat beside someone watching it on their phone. Is that what it was? Which is more than enough for that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I got like five minutes into it. And I was like, "Fuck! I don't need to see this." Like, these are really D, t- D fell on the grenade here. I don't need to fucking watch this. Like, yeah, clicked over. But um, all right, we're gonna move on to Ghostbusters as well. Is another piece of news. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the trailer's the trailer. out. 
I don't Ghostbusters know. Ghostbusters Afterlife, to give it its full title. Yeah. Which is still a sequel because apparently there's some twist. It's where, Egon's kid. Yeah. Yeah. Where, yeah, exactly. They're related. So I was trying yeah. to figure out from the trailer. So like there's a girl with glasses and then it shows her opening up. Uh, she that sees has the Finn Wolfhard, by the way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was the biggest thing. I didn't know he was in this and I was yeah. like, oh, God. <laughs> Stranger like thing. Him. No, I think he's fine, but he's taken all child roles pretty much. forever. Yeah. Like, yeah. well, not forever. Can you be the face of no it? The child. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, I'm sure he'll be fine, but I wasn't particularly excited. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if it's just one of those, like, you know, we've talked about this before. I remember even when we talked about the first Bohemian Rhapsody and we were like, that's going to tank and look how well it did. Yeah. yeah. There is always a thing with first trailers that you do have to remember. Look, it's just two minutes and they're trying, they're almost, it's almost like a bit of an experiment. They're seeing like what people react to. And we know okay, how like yeah. the Sonic Hedge the Hedgehog trailer went down, yeah. for example. Um, <laughs> so I I wouldn't be too quick to judge. I didn't get that great a feel from it either. It just struck me as a little dull. And there Again, wasn't a enough bit Stranger Rudd. Thingsy. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's, it's just because he actually wore the Ghostbusters outfit in Stranger Things. But another I, I like what what I thought of was, or at least how I kind of assumed it was, was that it was really trying to be like playing up the drama like at no point was i mm. laughing at no point was i like <laughs> and ghostbusters is a comedy yeah you know, which is yeah. What's weird yeah but at the same time you go back and watch ghostbusters there are some like st- there's some really seriously scary moments in it oh, i yeah. think like the bit in the library like yeah and all the books are all stacked up and you're the taxi is, driver the taxi driver exactly or like even the whole bit with like uh, Louis Tully, Louis Tully, when he turns into goals or like, and he's now like, if he comes back, that will save it. I think it will, but I really Rick Moranis. Rick, can they get Rick on board? Uh, I don't think. I don't so. think they will. I no, don't they think won't. they will. I mean, <laughs> I would love it. I would fucking love it if because I know they have um, Annie Potts coming back as Janine. You know, Ghostbusters. What do you want? No way. They have her coming back. Which is great. And they have Bill Murray and they have um, Winston Zedmore. And but they are have... they actually like back back or is it more? It's like a let's, it's like kind of like let's wave at the camera as we're going by. Yeah, yeah. Literally like... what they did in the last Ghostbusters. Yeah, in fact. yeah, yeah. <laughs> My like... guess for it is that it's going to be, uh, it's Jason Zemeckis, isn't it? Is, or... uh, Jason Reitman. Or sorry, yeah. And um I think it's going to be all about heritage and your father's legacy and stuff, considering his dad directed it originally. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and he was even saying that as well, because like, I was the world's first Ghostbusters fan because I was literally on the set and stuff. Like, I wanted to do this. Fan. That's so Fair cute. enough. And that's fair. Like, I, I do I do appreciate that. Um, it looks like Logan or something as well. It's got it this really weird rural... It's got a darker kind of feel to it or something. But what was the working title for it was like Rust City. Rust or City, yeah. Something mad like... Yeah, and, Rust City. So like, it's... I don't know. I mean, look... It's it's like as you said, like it's the first trailer, so you can't really place a huge amount of. Mm. Um, I think Paul Rudd is well cast as well. Very, very, because like Paul Rudd is a really, really good uh, improviser, and the thing to remember about the first Ghostbusters was was that it like ninety percent of all <laughs> the jokes were all improvised, mm. really on the spot. Yeah, that was the whole thing because like. You know, Bill this Murray. This man has no dick. Yeah, like that's come on. <laughs> yes, it's true. That's what I heard. Um, but like, 
Yeah, I know. Like, I mean, the, like Bill Murray, there's, there's like loads of like famous stories about like Ghostbusters. I'll tell one though. Um, <laughs> Bill Murray basically only agreed to do Ghostbusters on on the proviso that Columbia Pictures would finance his first serious role called The Razor's Edge. And like when he was on set the whole time, he was just like, I don't give a fuck. I'm just like, I am just going to not even going to bother learning my lines. I'm just going to like freewheel it off. And it worked. And like, it's a great, like it's one of the best examples I can think of in films of like an actor not giving a shit and it actually working to his benefit as opposed to... Because that's that's his character. You yeah, know? his character kind of found himself in this situation. Yeah, he's like, yeah. Fuck it, I'll just get on with it. Yeah. It really comes yeah. across. It does, <laughs> and like it, it, exactly, that's it. It works because yeah. you can't fake that. Like you can't fake that level of not giving a shitness. <laughs> not unlike this podcast. <laughs> yes. All right, we're gonna transition somehow to movie reviews. Movie reviews. Movie reviews. Yes, he just said it. Uh, Jumanji 2 Yes The next level I have only seen Jumanji 1 Recently Within the last month So that's And I loved that's, it That's Robin Williams Jumanji No no sorry Jumanji 1.5 Or whatever <laughs> Whatever they call Is this to, Are we going to call this Jumanji 3 uh, It would be yeah, Jumanji yeah. reboot yeah. 2 I think right, that's yeah. exactly why They've avoided calling it Jumanji 2 Because Welcome to the Jungle does reference Alan Parrish and everything. Yeah, of course. Yeah, because um, it's actually on Netflix now. If people so care to watch it, um, I actually rewatched it um, while I was on holidays, um, and it was so eventful for the first time. He really enjoyed it too. What did you think of it? I loved it. Yeah, I came in like thinking it would be. I mean, it's like I think it might be the best video game adaptation I've ever seen. Oh, even though it's not, but it's not a video game. Yeah, but it does it so much better than any video game movie. It gets across that kind of like they're fighting NPC baddies on motorbikes and they've all got three lives and stuff. I just thought it was really good and tight and the stuff they did with the characterization because you've got Jack Black playing Mm. a teenage girl and all that. I thought it was brilliant. It was so... Um, Jeez, you're selling on it. I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen the first yeah, one. You know you're what? selling me on it now. Go in yeah. and it's great crack. Yeah. Nerdy yeah. kid falls into the game. He's yeah. the rock. He's like, look at my muscles. It's hilarious. I Yeah, yeah I like your man Jay Kazdan. Like, cause he, I know he did a lot of work on New Girl and I did mm-hmm. like New Girl as a sitcom. Like, I really did enjoy it. Like, yeah. Um, and like, I like Jay Kazdan, like, again, like, we're talking about legacy and stuff. Like his dad is Lawrence Kazdan, who wrote, like, fucking... Empire Ra- Strikes Back. Empire Strikes yeah. Back and Raiders of the Lost Ark, which is a good film, D. D has yet to watch Raiders. Christmas is the perfect time. It's... Oh, but it's so- give it oh, a No, it's not Raiders. It's The Last Crusade you haven't seen. The Last seen. Crusade, yeah. I haven't seen any of them after the first. Okay, well, like, you can skip Temple of Doom. Temple of Doom is pretty crap. Yeah, well, give Last gets Crusade a, bit a go. We'll Sean see. Connery plays his dad and we'll he's cute. He's not mean yeah. well he's a bit mean but it's cute it's well, cute like it's good banter we'll see guys I remember my Charlemagne <laughs> like the sun we call the, the rock. dog Indiana <laughs> there you go so but... from one adventure movie to another <laughs> yeah um, yeah this is pretty much so if you enjoyed the first Jumanji you'll definitely like this one because it is essentially more of the same it's of essentially the same movie all over again it's just imagine. that instead now you have Danny DeVito and um, nice. whatchamacallit, Danny Glover are playing as well. Brilliant. So, and is that two new players or what? So Danny Glover is in Kevin Hart's body 
And he does a really, really good Danny Glover impression. I have to give it to him. Ooh. That's so clever. Yeah. So wait, new players, same Jumanji characters. Is yes. that it? So basically the avatars are all mixed up. Yeah, okay. If you get what I mean. And are any of the original teenage cast back? Yeah, they're all back. So wow. what happens is, just to set it up for you, it's been like, I think kind of in real time. So it's been a couple of years since they played Jumanji. The guys are still in contact, but they've all gone off and done their various things in college. You have Fridge, who's working on his kind of, um, you know, sports scholarship, but he's also keeping up with his studies. Uh, Bethany, who was, remember, the kind of blonde ditzy girl, she's gone on like her world travels and is opening up her mind and everything. Yeah. And Martha, who was kind of the geeky, like redhead girl, she's yeah. really like kind of found her place in college and found her group. And I'm like, oh, this is so commercialized and teenage <laughs> insecurity. But anyway, um, Karen Gillan, by the way, in the first one was brilliant. Is yes, she? Yeah, she plays her, the yeah, like yeah. bombshell or whatever. She's a really she good. So she, I really like. Her, yeah, yeah, she's a really underrated actor. I think like she was really good in um, Avengers Endgame, and I hear she was. She good is in the MVP in Avengers yes. Endgame. Yes, she completely. Yeah, that's is. actually Absolutely. so true. Yeah. she gets Absolutely. a lot of heart across in it and stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely, definitely. Like that's what I'm saying. I don't think she gets the credit she deserves it because like everyone's like, oh, you know, Robert Downey Jr. and blah. I never thought of that. That's yeah. really good. Yeah, she's actually a really big role in it when you go back and watch it you're like she's in this a lot this is she's massive in the first one as well yeah there you go there you go there's a hilarious scene where she has to kiss the rock but they're actually two teenagers shifting for the first time oh there's a a similar kind of i won't get give it away but there's a similar kind of one in this um so yeah like i said more of the same um but anyway finishing story-wise and then you have spencer who is like the main kind of awkward teenager in the first one played by Alex Wolf, who people also recognize from Hereditary but he hasn't really found his place in college so and his grandfather is um, Danny DeVito so Spencer decides to go back and kind of play the game because he's like that's the place where I felt you know the most me and the most confident and whatever so he goes ahead into the game and then the other kids finding out what happened go in after him and that's how all the avatars get mixed up and the grandfathers who are having a conversation upstairs get sucked in at the same time so wait Danny DeVito is a real life person who becomes an avatar yeah so Danny DeVito is in Dwayne Johnson's body oh brilliant Oh, very good. But does The Rock do a good no. DeVito? No. <laughs> oh. Honestly, no. He's he's the weak link in this. I mean, he's generally doing like a cranky old guy, but he's not DeVito. Yeah. Unfortunately, he just can't he just can't crack it. And I mean, like, look, Dwayne Johnson, let's be honest, is he that good an actor? Ah, oh, D. He's Goodwill fine. goes a long way. Yeah, I mean, like even in the even in Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle. I mean, like in the first one, it's so straightforward because he's yeah. a big muscle man being a teenage boy. Exactly. Like, that's oh, my it. arms yeah, are big yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Whereas, uh, like being Danny DeVito, like that's quite a personality to capture. Yes. You know, Brian, what I you mean? can probably do a good DeVito. I <laughs> <laughs> I'm conscious of Leah is on sound today. We've got producer wanna, Leah, producer Leah. I don't want to blow out her ears, but yes, I can. I lean no, back. I want no. I, I okay. <laughs> when I die, just throw me in the trash. <laughs> I gotta play this stinking city like a harp from hell. <laughs> you well, went was, Cobblepot. Was, yeah, yeah. I was well, that's, that's yeah, that's Batman Returns. Yeah, 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 totally. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I mean, I could have done, like, you know, a line from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, but that's, like, they're very dark, like. 
you know, yeah. in a way. Is it like, excuse me, I dropped my magnum condom for my giant dong. <laughs> that kind of thing, you know. Stick to Cobble Puff. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and it, 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 at the keep end it there, it sounded... We're talking about a PG movie here. So exactly. And not only that as well, it sounded very Gilbert Godfrey there at the end. <laughs> like, yeah, I was kind of... It was very yeah, Gilbert Godfrey. Yeah. It was like, oh my God, he's a bit more up. They could have cast DeVito in the new Lion King. I was happy with John Oliver, though. Yes, but like at the same time, though, I mean, Rowan Atkinson, like, I don't know. I mean, just I think back on that fucking Lion King, it was such a fucking. Oh, movie. I was mixing up Zazu or whatever. Zazu, yeah. Oh, okay. I don't oh, know. I love Zazu. Who He's was who was he in Aladdin? John Oliver? No, you're thinking it was. I'm mixing up Zazu and uh, no, Aladdin Gil- and Lion King birds. Yeah. Gal- uh, Gilbert Gottfried was Iago in. Iago. Iago. Iago? Yeah. Iago, I-A-G-A-O, I-A-G-O. Iago. It's Iago. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. Okay, all right, relax. Yeah, you always rip the piss out of I do. how I, I do. pronounce That's fair. things. That's fair, that's so fair. So I'm definitely that. going to. You're entitled, yeah. you're entitled. Um, um, so more about Jumanji. Um, yes. DeVito <laughs> and Danny Glover, for the short time that they're in it, my God, we are blessed to have those two actors. They are just so fantastic. And they come in a bit, like, at the end as well. But, um, no, I love them. Every time they're on the screen. But yeah, you have the same guys back again. Kevin Hart, um, Jack Black. Now, Jack Black is now Fridge. Okay, yeah. So, so he's playing again yeah, as a new but character. Definitely he's in his element when he's playing a teenage girl. And yeah. then you've got Aquafina as well. I can't really talk much about what cool. she plays because that's kind of part of the thing. Rory McCann plays the bad guy, which is fantastic. What do I do in Game of Thrones? Yeah. Oh, the wow. Hound. I saw him no and I was like, it's the hound. I was so excited. Oh, I'm glad. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So he's um he's great. And I mean, similarly to Jumanji, um, Welcome to the Jungle, the bad guy isn't like, he, he's very kind of cartoonish. 2D. He's not given too much to do. Yeah. But I mean, he's Rory McCann, for fuck's sake. Like, he just... I was waiting oh, to see him amazing. pop up and stuff again. I'm glad. Yeah. I'm glad he kept working. Yeah, I'm yeah. really glad. Because, like... I want to have a pint with him. I would love to. But, like, <laughs> did, you ever, did you ever read that interview he did? I think it was for... I think it might be either for Vulture or for THR or for one of them. But it was basically like, so what are you going to do after Game of Thrones? He goes, that's my fucking business. <laughs> oh, oh, I did yeah. read that, that interview. I did think he it say was, he was with gonna, Vulture. Was yeah. with Vulture, yeah. yeah, yeah. Go up to a cabin or... Yeah, because like he basically, he before he got the role in Game of Thrones, he was basically living in Iceland like literally off the map like he was an actor he basically was the hound yeah yeah. (laughs) basically he was working as a carpenter in Iceland Jesus Christ and he basically told his agent look if they want me for if anyone wants me for work call me otherwise I'm going to fucking Iceland and he was like (laughs) like they're living in a tent and then he got out of a tent and then somebody (laughs) found him as a job as a carpenter and he was working as that that's basically his character in this movie as well oh brilliant (laughs) there you go like that's like Absolutely, but um, like he I, has an ice like castle, ah, you know, come on. it's amazing. Fine. What's oh, your rating? So, good. Um, so I gave it three stars, the same rating Ooh. I gave the first one. Look, at the end of the day, it is um, like it, like humor wise, and I felt this with the first one, it is kind of basic, just like the first one is like, oh no, you know, it's teenagers in these, you know, different bodies, like the teenage girl is in Jack Black. It's that format whatever. is just so it's strong. It's this again, it is, it's yeah. basically just, oh my gosh, these old men are in these avatars, but they don't know how to play video games and they're slow and they're getting confused. I so it's very kind of, yeah, exactly. It's it's fairly simple and by the numbers again. Action, you get like, like it's fine. <laughs> it's a bit of crack and everything. Um, But generally, 
yeah, there is just something kind of helplessly fun about it, which again is what I like so much about the first one, even though like you can get so cynical about it and you're like, oh, this is just so CGI heavy and like kind of basic in its sense of humor and everything. But it is good crack. It is good fun. And I would argue as well, the CGI-ness of it, like, I mean, it's meant to be set in the world of a yeah, video game. So you kind of true. just automatically yeah. a sense of, yeah. I know this world isn't real. Therefore, yeah. I cannot expect the laws of physics mm. to apply here. And I love that kind of island jungly setting. Yeah. It's like Kong Skull Island or something. It's yeah, it, exactly. Yeah. Would, do you know what it reminded me of? It's better than Kong Skull Island now. <laughs> <gasps> wow. Do you did, you liked Kong Skull yeah. Island, didn't you? I thought it was fine. It was you know he's okay. going to be directing... Metal Gear Solid. Metal Gear Solid. I tell you right now, I don't fucking believe that film is ever going to see the light of day. It's such an easy narrative to squeeze into 90 minutes. Is it? No. Why? <laughs> Good. Because I was like, are you... We, we both played that game. There's no way you're going to fit that into 90 minutes or like two hours of a film. And not only that as Metal well. Metal Gear Solid 4 had nine hours of cutscenes. Yeah. In the video game. Yeah. And like, I'm I'm playing through fucking the, uh, Metal Gear Solid 5, Phantom Pain, at the minute. Like, no. Four like, or five hours of cutscene. Forget it. Like, But, mm. um... I don't think that game, I don't think that film is going to happen. I just, I just, I'm very mad about it. Yeah. Uh, question for you though, Adi, about Me? regarding Jumanji. Yes. Do you feel this has the legs to continue on? They're definitely setting up for a sequel at okay. the end. Really? They are most definitely doing that. Three and um, done, infinite, who knows? I would say this, because, I mean, the, the concept is so strong. The idea of like characters, big dumb action stars playing mm. those characters. Like you can. I mean, the thing is like, you have to remember the first one was a huge box office yeah. success. Like, yeah. like they weren't expecting it. There were two that uh, winter. It was Jumanji Welcome to the Jungle and The Greatest Showman. Like just no one saw them kind of making the, yeah, money, the money that, that they, they ended yeah. up making. And I think that's why I've noticed um, even over the last couple of years, there are a lot more um, movies going for that Stephen's Day release date. Mm. And I think part of it is inspired by how well Jumanji and The Greatest Showman ended up doing. Yes. Because like, you know, you have families being like, what the hell are we going to do over the holidays? Let's go to the movies, you know, something but they don't want to. Yeah, but they don't want to see something they've kind of already seen. So that's why Stephen's Day is ideal release date, you know? Yeah. And like why like, like Little Women is out on like St. Stephen's Day like, yeah. and that's perfect for families. Like, yeah. yeah. Same, uh, the other two are Playing With Fire and Spies in Disguise. There all family oriented. I would have thought more stuff know? was getting out of the way for Star Wars. No, no, you'd be surprised. It's probably partly that but I also think it's They expect people to go Christmas twice break. over Christmas I think. I yeah. would, yeah. I mean the people like the people who are going to go see Star Wars are people like us literally us as yeah. in like no kids mm. just you know no but no but like I mean that is it like I mean it's you know people in their I like, think everyone is gonna go well everyone's gonna go but like in late 20s early 30s no kids want to, just to see sure, it yeah. they're not gonna go to the St. Stephen's Day cinema if you know what I mean but families are people with yeah. young kids are gonna do it so that's another audience that's another block of people that are gonna go like I know uh, from the people in Cineworld told me once they said the busiest day of the year for them hands down it's St. Stephen's Day no there you go they yeah. said the, it does be jammers they like plan for wow. that like it's a fucking a rush like those poor staff oh I three like, cheers <laughs> no but I mean to be fair like because that's it like it's St. Stephen's Day like it's like okay everyone's had the dinner we've all got our toys right we need to get out of the house that's how we do it. <laughs> Get out of the house, sit in a cinema. Like, like yeah. just yeah. literally move to another room. Drive to the Omniplex. There. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. It's been a busy month. It's also been a busy year, yes, which 
segues deliciously into that was so good our was best sick. movies of 2019 sick. oh that's the sound of 2019 okay so d we're gonna start with you we've got 10 films here i'm gonna list them out and then you can give us a couple of Ooh, actually i've just noticed you've them listed one to ten but can you read them out ten to one of course i can i'm not a psychopath (laughs) Uh, that did happen though that did happen Stacey Groudon if she's listening to this I doubt it but if she is listening to this maybe she is I don't know I don't know her life she sent you she sent me the list the wrong fucking way around who does that who does that absolute psychopath absolute psychopath in at number one and then things I liked slightly less yeah who does that no absolutely not for dramatic effect it's always 10 to 1 exactly that's it you are building towards the end exactly D or number 10 Britney runs a marathon Number nine, Avengers Endgame. I'm getting really conscious that I have a cold. It's I'm okay. Not. It's okay. It sounds good. It's fine. You're Keep doing going. Good. Do you think great. the listener will notice? That <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? If I listen to audio, I hope it's not going to elicit it from people. My eyes start to water if I hear that. I notice your cold. eyes are watering oh, really? now. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do a scene right now. He's just thinking about Avengers Endgame, my number nine choice. <laughs> Tony! Uh, then straight Boy, into learner. John Wick 3, whatever. Uh, <laughs> that's your number eight. Yes. Sorry we missed you. That's mm-hmm. great. That made it then. We've got Judy. I thought might have been even higher. Mm. Marriage Story. I can't wait to watch that. I meant to watch my it last number night. number five, yes. Joker. Uh, the Last Black Man in San Francisco. Yes. Yeah. Booksmart. And number one. Eighth grade. Yep, that was my number one for halfway through the year and nothing surpassed it. Yeah. Do you know what? Actually, I should give a plug to ex-host Mike Sheridan Mm. of the film show. Got a really good interview with, uh, feckin', what's the name? Bo Burnham. Bo Burnham. Burnham. When he was in Dublin uh, on the Delve channel. Mm -hmm. So that's well worth looking up. Definitely. That was a really good interview. Yeah, a really good interview. I'm delighted to see him take the helm of a movie like this like yep. that's his directorial debut that's right everybody yeah. knows him as this kind of polygot uh, mm-hmm. or polymath whatever. polymath yeah like comedian yeah. and like YouTuber and stuff like bit that bit of a genius I yeah. will freely admit D and I know you were I've literally been asking you to watch this since movie for how long Brian? it's like literally for the past six months you're like you should really watch 8th grade you, uh, you should really get on and you know what right I had... it's an hour and a half long Brian. I know no, no I know that minutes of your life I know that yes I am aware of that but You're you shouting, know mind Leah. I am sorry Leah um, <laughs> thank you Leah from Up Yours by the way subscribe and like on uh, the podcast see yeah there oh we go that's so true there we go U-P-B-E-O-R-S that in, is a great name by into the way. Spotify yeah Up Yours I just realised everybody has a podcast <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a good podcast <laughs> but it is a good podcast um, but yeah no 8th uh, grade yeah no I have every fucking intention of watching it at some point the problem is, the and I think you can sympathise with this, is that we see the, uh, that amount of shit that, like, you know, sitting down to take in something new, you're kind of like, oh, you know that kind of way? I mean, in your defence, I haven't seen your number one pick of last year yet, which is Mandy with Nicolas Cage. Yeah, of course it was. I can't believe you, <laughs> look on your face, you actually forgot your number one pick from I last did, year. I did, I did actually. We were just like... saying, um, we were just saying earlier there, listeners, we're very tired this yeah. week. We don't know if it's the Christmas time slump or what the heck is it going is. on. It's this cult I've got. <laughs> it could be. <laughs> <laughs> you're just like, you're just like, 
disinfect <laughs> us so all. might be, we're, listener. Like, we're Sorry, locked dude. in a fucking room with you getting fucking progressively sicker. Thanks. We're all going to be we're dying We're all going to be like Horace Thursday. You know what? I'm going to the Irish. I'm going to fucking earth. Jordan next week. I can't <laughs> be fucking getting sick over there. Oh, like, no, you're not. <laughs> not if I have anything to do with it. <laughs> uh, I was surprised Joker made your list. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I mean, I was, you know what? I was just thinking about it more and more. And even though... And in fairness, I totally agree with you on this, Brian, in that like the script, there are just some like lines that are a bit too emo kid to like on the nose or something like that. Like it could have been, I don't know, it just could have used a bit of a polish, you know, like it's but I actually think that it's such a gorgeous film, like cinematography wise, it's absolutely unbelievable. And I just think it's been like such a powerful movie this year. It's caused like, you know, so much debate, so much conversation. I think that that's always the sign of a really kind of force of a movie um and whacking phoenix is just he just gives such an incredible compelling yeah. performance in it that it's yeah, actually have if people have haven't it caught there. it the episode where we discuss that spoiler filled a lot of people yeah. were I, it's it was a great discussion it was yeah. and fully and not to toot her own horn but uh are we brilliant beep beep but um i had people coming up to me and saying oh i listened to that joker episode you did it was incredible like really well done and stuff like that <laughs> So I was like, I was like, <laughs> our show? people. I was like, 20, us? 40 people. Yeah, like, I mean, it was like, <laughs> yeah. us? But I like that the one thing we settled on, in hindsight, even I have to pair back my review, where instead of being flat out five stars, I did take on board that maybe there isn't enough behind all the veneer. Yeah. But the one thing we agreed on was that it's provocative. Definitely. It's I mean, really provocative. I think that's... You don't get a lot of movies like that anymore. Yeah, think, yeah, yeah. But not only that as well, I think what I found interesting about it, yeah, in terms of it being provocative, but also the fact that, like, people were going to see it because everyone was talking about it. That yeah. doesn't happen a lot anymore. Do you know like what I kind of... It was huge in the box Massive. Office. In massive. a way, it'll be like Taxi Driver in 10 or 15 oh, fuck, years. Oh, fuck, absolutely. Yeah yeah. yeah, 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 totally. But, like, people were going to see it because... It was like us were talking about it, and then they heard us yeah. talking about it, and they're like, "Oh fuck, I gotta yeah. go see that because I want to get in on that conversation." And people were like going to see it, like what was happening with um, a few relatives of mine was people were going to see it again, but bringing their friends to yeah. see it so they could talk about it with their friends. So true, yeah, you know? yeah, definitely, yeah. Definitely. It's everything you want from a film, and it's certainly what you want from a villain origin story. Yes, I think it yeah. did a great job there. And I mean, I'll again freely admit I was skeptical. I was definitely skeptical. Um, I even wrote a big fucking opinion piece about how it was a terrible idea. Yeah. Um, I e crow. I mean, I was wrong. I was like, my take <laughs> was wrong. Like, I mean, I was skeptical about it for for the reason of, you know, Joker is meant to be this mysterious character. We're not supposed to know where he comes from. He's meant to be kind of like the shark from Jaws. They Just, did a good job keeping it ambiguous. Yeah. And they did good. They did kind of play with that ambiguity and it. They, the fact that he himself doesn't even know where he is and that plays into his insecurities and stuff like that. I thought that was very clever. But you can't deny that the film had problems. Like, it did have serious problems. And I'm not even talking about its portrayal of mental health because I think sure. it, it wasn't based in reality at all. Yeah. But more in the sense of, like, just... Are you talking about, like, incel? Yeah, idea? all that kind of shit. But, like, sure, look, you can go listen to that podcast and yeah, get yeah, all yeah. the... Get but, all no, the yeah, if that. you haven't checked it out, if you're not into superhero movies, whatever it is, it's well worth a watch. Definitely, yeah. Uh, Definitely. So, what, other surprises there? Judy... Yeah, Judy, I thought Judy would have been yeah. I had it at number six, but you know what? I just was thinking about, like... You I got colder on it. There was... No, it wasn't so much that. I was trying to think of what I think were the best movies of the year versus my favorite movies of the year, if you get what I mean. 
I think that there's a slight difference there. Well, yeah. Quali- could you qualify that? Because like I will go on like as in like. Yeah. I mean, Judy was one of my favorite movies of the year, but I don't think it was one of the best movies of the That's year. That's interesting. If you get what I mean. I think a good um, example of that is uh, Endgame. It's like, it's a pretty good movie. Hmm. But it's, you know, it's ramifications in the industry. Yeah. Does that mean it makes a list or what? Yeah. I mean, I I mean, I put it on my list because it was like, okay, this was the most, uh, you know, the best ending you could possibly hope for, for a project that's been going on for 10 years yeah. and 20 odd films. So bring, as well, it's like the satisfaction of seeing it tied together? Or? Yeah, that and just the idea of like, how do you fucking land a jumbo jet of that size mm. and get everyone out safely like and that's exactly what they did like yeah, I mean yeah. Yeah. I respect the 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 storytelling expertise I mm-hmm. respect the level of input and you know creative shepherding that yes. it takes to get that down there mm-hmm. I enjoyed it as well which is you know on top of the technical skills and all the rest of it I actually enjoyed watching it yeah and it was three odd hours it was a bit of a surprise how satisfying yeah exactly even the first act well yeah. it was or whatever yeah. yeah and I was like fully prepared going in to be like this is gonna fucking fall flat on its face like Infinity War was really good but like I feel like they kind of did themselves over with that end and how are they going to top it yeah. or how are they going to make something out of it and they did and mm. I you know but at the same time I didn't have it high in my list I think I had it at like eighth. eighth yeah shall I we go through I your list I had mine I had it in as well Ninth. nine yeah yeah. yeah. It's a, it, was, it was just it was good it wasn't great mm. See, you had Britney runs a marathon number ten. That's, in your dude, list. That is surprising. Could you That's give us a really ten second surprising. reasoning? It's so good, guys. It's just like it's just oh, it's just one of those perfect kind of feel good, inspiring, just just really really simple. I'm still thinking really, Bridget really, Jones or something. Yeah. Is that on yeah. the mark or is that too? It's no, easy? it probably is. It probably is. It's, it's like it's not quite into the kind of romantic. It, like there is a romantic plot in it, but it is along that kind of just really, really sweet kind of rom-com territory, you know, and really well done. Do you think that's recency bias, though? Do you think that's what? Recency bias. What's that? Oh, recency bias is where if you've interacted or seen something recently, Mm. that is more present in your mind than something like... You did have that photo with the lead, Dean. And yeah, you were talking (laughs) to your one. But I I liked it before I talked. I know, but I'm saying this is if you saw that at the start of the year, do you think that would have made it into the list? Well, in fairness, I was... You know what's funny? I was actually between that and us as my 10th choice, if that's interesting to know. I ended up not going with us because I did feel like... The you were a bit cool on it. It wasn't that. I like, I loved it. I thought it was a great movie. The fact that I knew the twist from the start did somewhat take away from my I still can't believe you got that twist. I oh, like immediately. I, immediately. I didn't, I did not get that I've, at all. I've, I've seen too many movies. I knew it at once. I swear to God, the next scene when it was her as an adult, I was like, I know no what happened way. there. And it was gas because I remember... The day after, remember that? The no day spoilers, after. by the way. No, 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 yeah, no, no. Yeah. But like, and this is kind of to the point, actually. The day after we saw that, me, you, and Dave O'Shaughnessy, the senior editor, came in here into the secret room. And we were all like, Let's okay, right. We all need to talk this out. Let's go. What do you think it was? What do you think it was? What do you think it was? And like, mm-hmm. Dee was like, and he's like, oh, I knew exactly what it was straight away. I, was I like, would what? love to watch it again. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Me too. Like, I, I w- was, had planned to 
sit through all 10 of them again before I wrote the thing and I didn't get a chance. If like. I had if I had 11, it would have made it in. In fact, like, I honestly, I was very torn between us and Britney Runs Marathon. Maybe a little, little part of me wanted to give it a shout because I feel like it didn't really yeah, get yeah. out there enough. Yeah, you know what fair. I mean? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. I know, I think it's in a lot of people's top 10 lists. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of critics and stuff. Brian, it made number three in yours. Yeah, I fucking loved us. I absolutely loved us. I thought it was incredible. I thought it was so... Smart. I proved that Get Out wasn't a fluke. I mean, I yeah, re- yeah. I remember coming out of Get Out thinking that was incredible. Jesus, how is he going to manage to do that again? And he did. Now I will say that Us and Get Out, they are the same song, but they're played at a different tempo. Sure, if yeah, that makes sense. Like Us is more kind of broader in the sense of like it's talking more about societal American societal ills, whereas Get Out was more about racial ills. Um, but I mean Lupita Nyong'o that performance she gave she was fucking incredible and like the fact that like another shut out actually at the Golden Globes people were saying yes she's nowhere yes that is bullshit holy shit that is bullshit now I would hope I would fucking hope that uh, the Oscars will correct that and I think they will because now actually to do a short tangent do yeah. the Golden Globes influence the Oscars hugely? Not hugely. Not necessarily. Because, like, I mean... The, it's the, not a signpost or whatever. It's not a... It's 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 sort of like, okay, these are films are on the radar. <sighs> but, I mean, the voting intentions are completely different. The voting pools are completely different. Yeah, like, you'll definitely get different talent cropping yeah, up. Yeah, exactly. the Oscars. Be- because, and the yeah. reason for that is, is that the Oscars is voted by members of the Academy and that's a massive yeah. spectrum of people. Mm. Like it's like fifteen thousand or something mm. like that. Like that's also what happened with Greta Gerwig. She didn't yeah. get the Golden Globe nomination for Lady Bird and then she got it for Yeah. Uh, she got the Oscar nomination. And if anything it could help maybe if you have a bit of maybe exactly. pushback or whatever. Yeah, yeah definitely. that's very true. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Like it's happened more than it's happened more often than not that people will make a point of Getting something into yeah. the Oscars that didn't get into the Golden Globes. I also think that horrors and sci-fi have a very hard time at the Golden Globes because of those drama and musical or comedy People categories. People want to show off their chops by voting for something. Or exactly, whatever. make a point. Yeah, of like, or they're just like it, but it's not a drama, but it's not a musical or comedy, and it ends up kind of being excluded that way, which yeah. is a bit unfair. Cats but has it got to sweep the Oscars anyway. Definitely. Oh. Um, <laughs> All right, we're going to shoot through your list, Brian. Number ten. Le Mans, 66. Then it's Knives Out. Great placement. Yeah. We've got Avengers Endgame. Yep. Joker. Mm. Then you've got The Irishman. Yeah. In at number six. Yeah. Yep. John Wick 3, number five. Yes. Did you enjoy that one? I yeah. come on. Come on. <laughs> come on. Then we've got Midsummer, which I still haven't seen. Oh, my God. I need to set aside a time when I'm mentally healthy. Yes. To... Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I, 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 I've got to admit, I don't think I'm going to see Midsummer for a couple of years. Why? Because it's it's too scary. <laughs> it's it's not scary. It's, it's disturbing. It's gory as well, is it? Did it's you, gory and disturbing. It's not scary. Did you see? Actually, I once did a tweet about. Yes, the other that thing. Really, oh that was God. very good. D Go did this, it was D took a still from. It's your tweet yeah, you yeah. Did. I took a still from Midsummer, and I was like, "Swear to God, this looks exactly like it's from a Mamma Mia sequel." And it got <laughs> loads of likes and retweets. I was like, "Oh my gosh, look at me there!" Still haven't seen on it. the I'm an influencer. <laughs> no, not quite. <laughs> but um, but it's good. I yeah, no Midsummer blew me away. Blew me the fuck away. I absolutely better loved than it. Hereditary. 
Because yeah. you love that too, yeah. Maybe. Well, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I feel like Midsummer had more going for it. Wicker Man vibes or whatever. Not even, no, not Wicker Man vibes necessarily. Like, like somebody said it, is it like, it's, um, I think it was James might have said this, that it was a breakup movie inside of a horror movie or is it a horror movie inside of a breakup movie? Ooh. But whatever it is, it's incredible. I need to see it. And like Jack Rayner, God bless him. That man can play dumbass dipshit with unfettered ease. Like the kind is of, got, like, is he an American in it? He's an American in it, but he's like, a dumbass American in it. And again, I don't want to disparage the chap, but like, my God, he does it flawlessly. <laughs> he's able to play that kind of like fucking deer and headlights look the whole time. Like, he's very good. Like, Jack I saw someone tweeting about it that it's, um, I forget now, I know it's Little Women and Midsummer and something, uh, one or two others. But yeah, it's the year of Florence Pugh. Yes. Yeah. And she's in Black Widow as well. Black Widow, that's oh, the right. one, because the trailer for that came out. And I think there was maybe one other film Lady she Macbeth. was in. Was that the one? Yeah. No, 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 this year, I oh, think. Oh, this year. Uh... I can't remember. But yeah, no, there was a still from Black Widow, because the trailer had just come out, and people were like, you're Year Florence, Florence Pugh. Pugh, yeah. Definitely. Ryan, you're top three. You've got Midsummer number four, then you've got Us, mm. just discussed. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah, well, I am surprised, Deirdre, Malombi Tib, Pin this back in you. I'm sorry, my stomach keeps making noises. I'm starving. Um, how come Once Upon a Time? I because I haven't seen it. No way. Oh. I, I didn't get. I didn't get round to seeing it. I didn't have. Okay, so you know how you haven't put aside an hour and a half to see Eighth Grade. Sure. I haven't been able to put aside three and a half hours to see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. All okay. right. Is it that long? It it's it's it it, it is a it long. wasn't that long. Leah, did you long? get to see it? Yeah. And do you like it? Oh, well, there you go. I saw it and I thought it was okay. <laughs> I thought it was fine. Wouldn't be in my top ten. What are not? Ah, it might be ten. But uh, ah, you, I, 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 was I remember when you were reviewing it not being that gone. Yeah, you, you were a bit. I do remember you. I really like Brad Pitt in it, and I love that he gets to play that kind of stoner role. I think he was born to play. Yes. Uh everything else a bit. What did I say at the time? I'm going to stand by it. It was, if I sat down and said, this is a movie about scaries in the 90s yes, when I grew I up in scaries. Yes. And I swear to yes. God, this is genuinely what scaries was like. And all the streetlights are the same. And that poster was really up in someone's window in scaries. And you should go check it out sometime, but you won't because it was in the 90s. Yeah. It's like, whatever, It's so man. fucking indulgent. Yeah, like, yeah like, that's fair. Yeah, I remember you saying that. The fact that it doesn't that. have a plot. I don't, I, but again, like, I, yeah, no. it's a hangout movie. Like, it's a thing of like, you're seeing, it's a day in the life. Like, that's fucking Richard Linklater's whole. I was over. literally just sure. thinking of Richard Linklater. Thank you. It's, it sounds much more Richard Linklater than Quentin Tarantino. It does, doesn't it? To be honest. I it mean, does. it's got like, I wanted to enjoy the cowboy stuff a lot yeah. more. You know, it shows him mm -hmm. on his TV show behind the scenes and all that Howdy stuff. Law. But I was kind of just waiting for something to happen. Yeah, I mean. Do you know, yeah, this is what it was. We said it had no plot. You were like, that's the point. I was like, well, I wish someone had fucking told me that before I went to <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Wasted fucking three yeah, hours in this waiting shit. for something to happen. <laughs> yeah. And the third act, again, is nuts. Spoilery. Yeah. yeah. Nuts, like nuts. And like, I, I definitely get the third act lost a lot of people. Not lost, but like it kind of like... Um, divides. Divides, definitely. That's fair. That's that's a fair cop. Like I'm looking forward to revisiting it. Not next year, four years yeah I'd need yeah I'll need I'm a, looking I'll forward to seeing it once yeah, yeah give it four years you might like it <laughs> exactly 
I think I think you I think you would appreciate. I think it. I would like it because I do like classic Hollywood. Yeah. So I think I would enjoy it. I just haven't had the time. I don't. <laughs> you get to it over Christmas. There you go. Now I don't want I this to. I have a lot of movies I have to have get you? to. Over Brian, you're number one. You don't have to defend your integrity too hard. Ad Astra. I love this film. I stand by it. Um, the surest way, and I said this uh, at the time when I reviewed it, um, the minute I saw this, I finished, fin- the film was over, I was like, I would watch that again. You, can, you did. I, and I did. <laughs> Literally the next night, I called up fucking Fox, I called up Odessa, I said, look, listen, uh, I the premiere's on, can I go? Get me in again. Get me in again. They were like, what? You just saw it. I was like, yeah, I want to see it again. I'd was, love to see it a second time. And this was it. I was like, absolutely, nah. I would watch it a second time. And like, I brought my girlfriend to it. Now, to be fair, uh, Kate had similar reaction that you had. She didn't get much out of it. No, it's not that she didn't get much out of it. It's she, a boys movie. Well, it no. is quite masculine. It's, yeah. It, it, well, that's what she said. Liv she was, Tyler is like, literally has no lines. Yes. She is purely there because she was in a previous space movie. Yeah. It'd be fun to that cast is her in this. Yeah. But let's yeah. not actually yeah. have her talk. Like, like what you the criticisms you had Kate had because like she was like she was like look I get why you liked yes. it I get why you personally liked it it's very much your thing that's what we're here to listen and to and that's you, ha- you have to listen to your gut like it's Brian you, Lloyd's favourite film and that's it that's it it's my favourite film that's what I thought was the best film of last year yeah. or this year and fuck you if you don't like I mean like I, I like I mean you know I haven't seen Parasite yet. I hope I hear oh, it. Oh, I'm so excited to see yeah. Parasite. Same. Yeah, it, absolutely. Yeah. Uncut so Gems. I, well, Parasite, I think, Jeez, actually, is we've got February a few coming up for next still. year. Yeah. And I think Uncut Gems is... January as well. Yeah, a lot January of noises around Jan- Uncut Gems. We'll get to that next Although week. Although another one Brilliant. that um, Adam Sandler didn't get a Golden Globe nod in the end. So I don't know. He'll get an Oscar I still want to see it he though. Will. Uncut Gems. Yeah. You would like... I think you'd like it. Well, I really I liked. I really it. liked Good I saw Time it last week. Oh. It's great. It's well, don't don't review yet. No, 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 no. But like you, you like because like you. I mean, you as a New Yorker, like I think you'd get a lot. Hey. Of it. And also, I really like Good Time. Yeah, which you were a big fan of that. Can you do your one. New York accent? New York. No, I can't. Mamma mia. You That's know, a spicy meatball. You know what's Brilliant. really funny though? Um, when my dad was working as a lawyer. Uh, sorry, very, very brief segue. I don't get many of these. Yeah. So, <laughs> take it. My, when my dad was working as a lawyer in New York, his partner was a Greek New Yorker. And I swear to God, the merging of those accents was so perfect. He was so Greek and yet so New York. It was amazing. Give us it. Yeah, no, I, can't, I, can't, I can't. What was his surname? Can't. A- Sioris. Sioris. That's really good. Yeah. I, I like that. Sioris. All right, we've got four minutes left in the episode. I am going you to... You haven't even gotten... We yeah, what were yours? What were yours? Yeah, yeah, I, d- I didn't make a top 10 list. I'm going to shout out some ones that I really enjoyed that didn't make your lists. Okay. I loved The Favourite. The Favourite was incredible. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so that was New Year's Day, so that was technically... That was, was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah so that was, it, it was the just first... made the cut. Yeah. I didn't know it was that long ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. Oh, I, I really liked it. All the, uh, but it's the so, wide angle stuff. The... I found it so weird. I thought yeah. that it was stunt production design and the cinematography. Robbie Ryan, yeah. Irish yes. cinematographer. 
gorgeous. Gorgeous. And the, and the depth of those shots, just the detail and oh, so, so beautiful. And the costumes, I loved it. Olivia Coleman. Olivia Coleman, though. Come so on. So fucking weird though. Yeah. I couldn't get into it. I, and that and that last shot with the rabbits, it was so weird. Yeah. It was too weird for me, man. Uh I put in I actually really enjoyed Ad Astra. I'd say that would make it in. Yes. Uh Joker was high for me. Knives out. Yeah. yeah. You Maybe saw it's this. recency bias. We wanted to talk about this. So what did you think? I loved it. I thought it was class. I thought it was so, yeah, tight, circular, everything you want. Do you know what I was going to say to you? It was that it having grown up with a lot of Poirot. Give us your quick impression there. It stings. Brilliant. It a kiss. <laughs> uh, Midsummer Murders, all that crap. Yeah. I was so, I didn't realize how familiar I was with the genre. But then... It's almost like it gets to that who done it, like everybody in a room thing in yeah. like the first act. Yeah. yeah. And then yeah. from there, it's how that evolves even from that. And I just thought there isn't a shot wasted in it. It's That's so it. Fun. Isn't that it? That's and it's it. all in the house. It's all tight. It's performances. It's hoodwinking it's everything absolutely yeah no that's it there isn't a fucking minute there isn't a minute wasted in that film that is a fucking there is not an ounce of fat on it like yeah. it is so bullet bullet sharp like it's just bam 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 in fairness that's one I do really really hope to get to I just I love know, it I know I love it you I love it like yeah you, you, you kept saying it to me it's literally the only film that's and I'm not counting Once Upon a Time in Hollywood here because it's not currently in cinemas it's left at this point but the only film that's currently in cinemas that I haven't seen yet that I really really want to yeah. see I would go out of my way Buy a cinema ticket for it. I, ah. D, I will fucking front you the money. Yeah. <laughs> I swear yeah. to fuck, I want you to see it. It's so good. You will love it. I, You'll love it I, as well, Leah. Hey, but, you're two thumbs up. But like, I... You, you know what else? Christopher what? Plummer. Uh, more than just uh, Old Man Tycoon. He's really good at it. He's yeah. really good. I love good. him so much. Yeah. yeah, and you have a real big yen for and him. Yeah? I'm yeah. fucking drawing a blank main lead. She's incredible. Uh, Anna Darmus. Anna Darmus. Yes. Yeah. yes. I thought she was a bit of a weak link. I thought she was really good. I thought she holds it all together. It's more, I don't know. She's she's. I I don't want to spoil anything. Yeah, <laughs> but I will say though, Michael Shannon though, what a guy. Oh, he's what a. But everybody charm. gets Everything, a go. D- Don Johnson. Don Johnson, as the husband, as the asshole. Like yeah, and um, Chris Evans. As well. uh, Chris Evans, great. Our fucking what's her face, uh, Jimmy Lee Curtis. Oh yeah, you guys are just like listing all the cast at this point. They're in it. Oh, They're in it. <laughs> yeah, that's a good part. There's yeah. loads of bits. Number one for me, extraordinary. Oh wow! Really? Is that your she number one? Is yeah. that your number one movie of the year? Yeah. Ah, oh, fair play. Yeah. That's a good show. Yeah. And it's not token patriotism. I came out like dusted myself off and went. That was lovely. I loved yeah. every second of it. Yeah, that was it's great. So sweet, but like it's genuinely like laugh out loud clutching your stomach funny like that finale goes fucking ape shit yeah with good. like the demon oh it's so good yeah. it's so fucking good like I, I don't s- necessarily think it's a perfect film I'm yeah. not gonna say but no I've I, seen it it's my like, favourite film I've of the year I've seen it three times this year it's the it's the, it's probably the movie I've seen most this yeah, year yeah and I'm really I interested I want to show other people it so that like especially people from outside Ireland yes. I want to be like does Are this you all make this? sense because you've got your Will Arnett doing his like Batshit McGruber mm. OTT stuff, which is brilliant. But um, maybe May Higgins too. as well. She's just so adorable. Yeah, she's kind of adorable. It's know, almost as close thing. as yeah. you could get to. And I think there's one on the way anyway. But a movie adaptation of Oh my God, what a complete Ashlyn. 
She's oh, kind, yeah, got that yeah, kind yeah, of yeah, Irish yeah, every yeah. woman. Uh, she brings all that kind of energy to it. And then it's obviously transplanted with this silly kind of Ghostbusters vibe. And yeah, Martin Martin as well. He's brilliant. Yeah. Oh, he's, Jimmy's Hall. What's his name? Barry Ward. Barry, Barry Ward. Yeah, surprisingly good at comedy. You didn't see that. Yeah. Because yeah. I'd only ever seen him in drama before. But he's yeah. very good. Like he was great in Maze. I remember he was really good in Maze yeah. against, um, what's his face? Tom Von Lawler he mm-hmm. was really good in that yeah. and and Jimmy's Hall and Jimmy's Hall yeah, yeah. He, I've only seen him in drama so I was really pleasantly surprised yeah so there you Surprising. go 2019 there you go not a um, huge year for films although you have got like the highest grossing movie of all time in Endgame and then you have Joker which yeah it's been a funny we've one we've talked about this back, back and yeah. forth and the, I and refuse the Lion, to The Lion King is now the highest grossing animated movie of all time that's exactly so, what I was going to say yes. all these numbers are nonsense I, I I don't attach any significance to how wealthy yeah maybe yeah like just maybe more people are going than ever I think no I Lion King shouldn't be the highest grossing animation no. of all time do you know what I mean it's no just, I think there's an, I think there's an element to it of kind of like duking the stats a little bit, and what I mean by that is is that Disney are just like it's like they're packing the the cinemas, they're block booking the cinemas, so it's like you don't have any other choice, you've got to go see The Lion King, mm. yeah, kind of thing. You don't have any other choice, you have to go see Avengers Endgame. Yeah. There's nothing else. Ah! It'd be interesting was... to see how this oligarchy pans out yeah. next year. Yeah, just uh, just final mini mini point about Disney because I found this really interesting because I remember seeing the predictions for um, the best animated feature for the Golden Globes and Disney took three spots there yeah. and like there were like a few kind of foreign ones competing yeah. I Lost My Body you know the one I was talking yeah, about by yeah, Netflix yeah, yeah. the French animation would have loved to see that in there a lot of people did think it was going to get a yeah. nod but instead you had The Lion King Frozen 2 Toy Story 4 um, How to Train Your Dragon three, and I love the How to Train Your Dragon well, series, on, but like one? it was, it, Whatever, was like. it was fine. And Missing Link, which was the biggest box office bomb of the year, yeah, that one. lost a shit ton of money. I because feel really bad for. Him. I do feel bad for it because like it is a very sweet movie, but you know what happened is they spent too much on it. They didn't market it very well, and I think that the subject matter they picked, like the whole Yeti goes globe trotting, it's thing, not in trend or something. It, yeah. it, was, it wasn't. A, it wasn't going to really grab kids' attention. Yeah. I don't think. Yeah, um, hundred million they spent on it. That's just for production, but frame by frame. Yeah. Go watch uh, The Wrong Trousers again like I did last week. It's brilliant. Oh, I love Wallace and Gromit. Anything Wallace and Gromit. I don't know what they're going to do now that... um, Because they don't want to let Wallace and Gromit like kind of fade out, but no more Peter Salas. Oh! (laughs) Way down on a bum note there, Sorry, sorry. No, no, just to accredit a great man. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. three cheers (laughs) for three cheeses. We we should have a uh, musical montage of all the people we lost in 2019. I'm sure Brian will whip that up. I'll talk. I'm so fucking tired. (laughs) Jesus Christ. I'm joking. There will be no memorials. (laughs) Goodbye, everyone. Have a great 2019. Oh, Oh, wait. No, you'll see us next week. Next week, uh, Star Wars special. Yes. Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah. We have next week on the show, we have Daisy Ridley and Oscar Isaac. Huge. Huge. And we're going to have the first, uh, well, not the first, but we'll definitely have a big, huge review, spoilery review of Star Wars. Yeah. Now, we're going to format this. We're going to have a little taste of a talk about uh-huh. Star Wars uh-huh. because I personally refuse to see it until I can see it with my family. Yes. So I'm then going to leave the room and you are going to do a delicious in-depth 
spoiler filled mm-hmm. Rise of Skywalker review and then I'm going to listen to that back and love it <laughs> after I've seen it I'm going to have a great and time and we're also reviewing because I do think people are going to look forward to this Cats Oh, <laughs> Cats is out next week too guys <laughs> whatever going head to head with those that's going to be brilliant though yeah so keep this mp3 in your back pocket until you've seen Rise of Skywalker not this one the next one whatever see ya see <laughs> ya